Yo, it is Wednesday, March 23rd. I got the day right, and we have a Wednesday graphic. That surprised me. <laughs> Today we're talking about a dealership that became a zoo, Ukrainian workers, a crowdsourced markup tool tracking dealers all over. I don't know. I don't know. Too much. The Wednesday graphic. The Wednesday graphic threw me way off. <laughs> if you're not watching the live stream, this is what's great about adding new people to the team. You just, you get more value out of the time in a day because there's no time that Paul and I would ever be like, let's throw a Wednesday graphic <laughs> in front of our faces to start the pod. But that's the beauty of having, having Isaac in the background producing this thing, rocking and rolling, but we got surprised. Think, we got, think, we think got it thrown off. That's <laughs> fantastic. I love this. This is like a new reaction video moment. Um, you know, Kyle, <laughs> right before we jumped into the stream, we were like, all right, let's review the show notes. And we're like, what are we talking about today? I'm like, a dealership <laughs> that became a zoo, a crowdsourced markup tracker. And, and Kyle's like, well, if you would have told me six months ago that this is the <laughs> stuff we'd be talking about, I would not believe you. Um, you know, we had a phone call on the way when we were both driving in, in from work and or into the offices today. And um, we were just super excited about today. And we're saying like, today feels like things are coming together. Today's the day where things are going to come together. We have been like, feels like marching through the mud in a good way, right? Because there's so much to do. A soda is doing so many things. Like we're hiring people, like we're rolling, we're rolling. And it's easy to get buried in the minutia of, you know, growing a business and running a business um, that you feel like sometimes like I worked all day, but what did I get done? You know? (laughs) And so today, this morning doesn't feel like that already. No, yeah, it, it feels like just because we're doing things that like we're getting somewhere. There's something there's something happening. There's already I mean, Paul, this is this is what I love about and and I wrote um I wrote this in the email, but this word culture. Mm-hmm. And there's so many businesses that have this where it's like all the employees wake up with this like, let's get going. How how do we make how do we make today's happen? You know, culture. we talked about the service, the the service teams yesterday. They're always in early. And the, the businesses that I would challenge you, if you're looking at your business and you're seeing everyone roll in five minutes late, you probably have a culture that isn't exciting to come to. But if everyone's 10 minutes early and all of a sudden before you even get started, people are starting to ping you on the excitement that's going to happen that day. It's a good thing. That's, that's good. Like that's going to be a barometer for me now moving forward for all the things that we're doing, Mm -hmm. because I recognize that that energizes me. As I get started in a day, it's like, whoa, I, you know, it used to be me kind of getting things started. Now we're watching others get things started in the morning. And that's the energy that we want to keep, at least in in the Asodu contagious world of of automotive. And I think that that's what we're encu- encouraging others to kind of find and, and draw out of their people. I love that. It, there's like this element of, you know everyone saying like, Hey, people need time to refresh, right? They need to start time. They need to stop time. So they have room for the personal life. I know there's been elevated, you know, an elevated, um, attention on personal life, work-life balance, me time, a little self-development, all that stuff. Um, however, I would argue that when your work is actually part of your passion, right? Being there early and staying late is actually a very fulfilling thing. Because you're passionate about what you do. I've often used thriving. The word thriving is the benchmark. Like, how Mm. do I know? How do I know that my team is doing well? Well, yes, people want to learn new skills. Yes, people want to get a new title and want to make more money. But if people feel like they're thriving, right, nothing else matters because people stay where they're thriving. A ping pong table is never going to do it. A pallet wall is never going to do it, right? 
Yeah, Bribery because nobody nobody plays ping pong at six thirty at night because they wanted to stay at work. Yeah, right, oh, right, right. That's yeah. not what they're doing at six thirty or or eight or whatever. You know, whatever your no. closing time is, they're not like, you know what, I'm going to hang around for that extra uh, extra round of ping, of pong. ping pong. Right? <laughs> All right, we didn't have a plan to talk about any of this stuff today, <laughs> but it's just the way it went. You know, I think I do want to draw focus to to the daily email. Uh, we send it out. If you don't get it, more and more people are signing up. Actually, we had a bunch of subscriptions just this morning. Um, and here's why. Because we're trying to arm you, if you're a dealer, we're trying to arm you with some words and some thoughts that you can get to start your day. So yesterday there was this encouragement to the service department. Today it was about culture. And what dealers are doing is using this in morning meetings. They're using it to circulate with their teams to encourage and inspire. We believe so many feel this way. We're trying to give you some words to you. So asotu.com, A-S-O-T-U.com, get on the email list and see if you can get a daily dose of that. Um, it's great to see when you know a dealer shared it with their teams yes. because you see dealer personnel signing up. So now we have the opportunity to encourage them every morning as Bingo. well. You know what? I, I want to just like, sorry, another unplanned thing. We'll get to the <laughs> fun right. stuff like Zoom. Right. But, you know, a lot of times in the dealership or in a company, you might find something like if you're listening, you find something, you're like, Oh, that's really good. I'm going to eat from it and utilize that within my community. Right. Yeah. I'm going to take that and utilize that as my leg up. Yep. But our encouragement is not to, to just use that as a leg up and not let anybody else in, but to, but to share it because then actually what happens is let's, let's say both people get the email or listen to the podcast or whatever it is. It doesn't even have to be the associate stuff, but both people are talking about or thinking about the same things on the way in, yep. right? To work or whatever you're doing in a day. All of a sudden, the conversations start to pile on on that. And actually, the acceleration to innovation or change or better culture or anything like that happens quicker than you having to carry that message yes, and or draw out all yourself. of the intentionality. That's a great yep. point. That's a great point. You know, if you're a dealer, we said that's what it's good for. If you're an industry partner, if you're a vendor, guess what? Has the same effect right? You're trying to get your team Absolutely. fired up about the automotive industry. You're trying to bring some encouragement to your dealers and your customers, or if you're an account exec, right? The, the people that you deal with on a regular basis. So we're trying to come at it from both angles. Uh, let's talk about uh, a few things that are going on. Um, you know, let's, let's start. I want to give some, some props to the Ukrainian wire harness assembly worker. It's unbelievable. Oh, we got a comment for Rob not getting audio. Um, I don't know what's going on. Maybe close your browser and open it back up because audio, I think we're saying everything's fine. I, I'm hearing it. And we usually hear the stream too. So uh, if you're having trouble with the audio, maybe it's a LinkedIn issue um, or maybe it's a you issue, Rob. Maybe it's a you issue. <laughs> Got <pl> <laughs> to plug your headphones in. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, so um, in Ukraine, we, we covered this story about a week or maybe two weeks ago where the wiring harness factory, a lot of VW wiring harnesses are made uh, in, in Ukraine and they were still putting them together. Automotive News covered the story, still putting it together. This is kind of a follow-up. Auto News kind of followed up on this and said, not only are they still doing it, but they're actually increasing production from 40% capacity to 70% capacity by adding a night shift. There have been several times, you know, it's right next to a, a like a bunker. They've had to evacuate and go back, evacuate and go back. Like, let me just talk about the determination and grit of these Ukrainian workers making wire harnesses and the fact that we in the auto industry in the United States get to participate in that through the work that we do. It's hard to, to really connect those dots, but right now Man. we're helping to support them and they're working hard 
to support us by supporting their family. Like it just reminded me of how broad the industry is and also how much grit is just in the DNA of the automotive industry from the manufacturing lines all the way through to the retail sale. Yeah, I, it just, it encourages, it It tells me you better get going, right? Yeah. If if I'm in the automotive industry, there, I, I, I've heard this from a lot of people and, and actually Brian Benstock, one of our investors says it a lot. He says, like, think about all the people that count on a salesperson selling a car, Ooh. a service person, you know, servicing a car. Think about think about the line where that goes back to. It goes back to the OEM jobs, the manufacturers, the parts builders, the parts builders across the world, the the taxes that go into making roads in the cities, the, the, the kids that are growing up playing sports. Think about everything that depends on someone selling a car. There's Man. a lot of weight there, but there's a lot of encouragement there that says, "Hey, look, this is a this is more than just like me putting me putting a car uh, the keys of of a car into someone's hand or putting food on my table at home. Right? This is it's me one supporting step. a global economy. Yeah. By Legit. by wrapping my hands around this customer and caring for them in, enough to get them into a vehicle. That's so cool. We did the service owed to service the people that show up early. Maybe the next one will be to the people who always stay late." Which are which are the salespeople? That's right. Go. Which are the salespeople? Right. We got what we got from both angles. So I mean, again, if you don't know, in the show notes of the podcast or the live streams, we link up articles to everything we talk about, so you can actually check them out of what what we are talking about. Um, you know, speaking of articles that we're writing, stop. Okay? Okay, okay, that's okay. We'll, we'll let that. I feel that. We'll f- feel that. I'll let it slide. Um, so our, our staff writer, Chris Isaac, if you haven't gotten to know him, you're, you will. And if you've, you've you know, Chris, benefited. Chris Reeves. I'm sorry. I, I Isaac Chris? is the yeah, we have We have people everywhere. Chris and Isaac together. Chris Reeves. Sorry, bud. Um, <laughs> um, but if you've laughed at a telling it like it is or a gif, Chances are he had uh, a lot to do with making you laugh. And so he he wrote an article on now he's full time right now. We're producing our own articles. He tracked down on LinkedIn the I don't know, was it the sales manager or, or general manager of, of the sales store. manager, Jimmy, Jimmy Jones, Jones the sales Automotive. Manager. Yep. And they literally brought a zoo into the showroom. <laughs> so good, man. There was, and, and my favorite part about this was uh, he asked, you know, what animals stole, stole the show. I, I already, it, look, every single time, if you got a kid under seven, if there is a sloth in the room, that, that animal wins, period, end of story. I don't it's know. Most people. sloth and koala. <laughs> the slot there's something so there's a sloth at this little zoo near, near us in Syracuse. And it was the first time I had seen one up close and yep. they're so slow. And just so cool. <laughs> like the way I they, know it's like you just don't even care at some level. I feel like as a you're like no. I'm just here. I'm like, how do you here, live? Here goes my hand. I'm like, how do you live? I'm thinking like, how do you even procreate? <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> I'm like, how how does this species survive? Well, everybody's gonna be like, what happened to Wednesday's podcast? <laughs> right. But either way, so they they this they actually great. um had 300 people come to the showroom. To, to see some so representatives cool. of the Columbus Zoo who brought six animals in. Uh, they had a a, tor- a leopard tortoise and, and a, ch- a chinda? Is it like a porcupine-like animal from Australia? An armadillo, uh, a shingleback lizard, and an anteater. Is it an anteater or an aardvark? Is that the same thing? I think they're slightly different. Okay. But I could be wrong. 
Yeah. Okay. I never do. Okay. I'll ask we'll, my six year old. We'll, He'll know. Yeah, it, yes, he will. Um, and then, <laughs> and then, of course, the sloth. And talk about serving the community in a fun way. You think that was fun for the yeah. team? Yes. You think it was fun for the community? Yes. Do you think the zoo appreciates some support? Always do, right? They're always looking for new people to visit. And so, uh, you know, there's just a great article on asodu.com where you can click through it. The show notes um, that you know Chris kind of Chris kind of writes up a nice little heartwarming piece of his childhood that he shared. And if only Columbus was closer to Nashville, he would have been there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love that part. It's All right. so good. We saved this last story for last because this is probably going to be the most fiery one. So yesterday. This, this might get some people fired up. Yeah. Oh, it already has. You should see the comments. Oh, yes. So um, yesterday, Bob Lanham, the head of automotive for Meta, posted uh, a website. I can't remember what the URL is. Um, it's just markup.com, I think. Oh, there it is. So, oh, yeah, it is. Yep, it's markup.com. Or maybe it's, hold on, I want to get this right. Markups.org. Markups.org. Okay, so markups.org. Somebody created a simple tracking tool where people can crowdsource, right? You can crowdsource which dealers are marking up cars by how much. Yep. So basically, you go in, you submit the dealer, the markup, and the type of car that you are looking at. And, and basically that you can say like, Hey, this is the dealers. And so you got some with zero, some with 5,000, 10,000, there's 15, 18,000. Um, and we know this, we've been, we're a part of the industry and we, we all know that people are marking out cars, inventory short. This is a reality. And, and there's some, I think there's some validity in it. The, 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 the thing is now is that it's not just, Hey, it's happening, or maybe there's an article or two. People are creating whole websites, dropping them on Reddit and all of these feeds where where people are starting to crowdsource. Like, who's better? Who's worse? What's happening across the industry? Yep. And you should see the volume of them that are in there is pretty wild. It's impressive. Like, this thing has picked up speed. You can go in there and search your dealership. So, um, point point and counterpoint. Let's do point counterpoint for a minute. Do it. Um, yeah. We've been talking about like, is it okay? We have respectable dealers on both sides of this equation, right? Hey, like supply and demand, right? There's a shortage. We only have so much inventory, right? Like markups are fine. That's how that's how the supply and demand works, right? The less supply, yep. the more demand, right? The higher the price. And that's how we regulate. So yes, the other side is like, no, this is gonna continue to perpetuate distrust in dealers, you know, so they know how much we're marking it out. So those are really the two sides. I think you can do both sides with integrity. I think dealers are operating yep. on both sides of that. Um, we'll see what the result is, you know, as inventory regulates and we get back to normal, which probably is not going to happen for quite a long time. And and so you look at the comments and there's people that are really angry. How dare they? And there's people that are really like, like um, you know, excited, right? There's going to be tra bring transparency. The consumers in there saying, "Yeah, this is great." And then there's like quite a few like little little popcorn emojis, right? Like I'm just going to sit back and watch this thing go down, right? This comment yes. section go down. My, fav my favorite comment on Bob's post was, "Looks like the new True Car." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but it's like the True Car of markups, not mar right. not markdowns. Right, it's and so, so and you know, people are like, "Well, it's possible to game the system, right? You can have salesmen from one store going in and entering fake transactions sure. for." Right. Just but here's the thing. When you have a, a large uh, pool of data, the point is, is that like the volume of data swallows up the positive and negatives the same way, like ratings on Amazon. Right. If someone's yep. just in to get it or eBay or anything like that. Like if you have enough enough data, then it doesn't it doesn't really matter. Um, I will say this. You should search your dealership and you should at least know. Right. You should at least yes. know. Um, 
it's always important to build as much value into the transaction as you can. Um, I'm willing to bet if there was like a markup tracker for pretty much any product these days, <laughs> you know, from a percentage wise, there would be so many retail products that are by far like way more percentage markups, you know, historically yes, than cars. Yep. We know that because a thousand dollar markup on a $50,000 vehicle is not a lot percentage wise. Not a lot. It's still not. Yeah. So I, it, but it's, it's a good talking point to think like the perception of automotive is still that someone has to create this website. Yep. Right. And so understanding that, allowing your sales team, but not just your sales team, your accounting team, your service team to recognize the reality of how you're doing business, ensure that the communication is good internally and externally, and, and recognize that the perception of our industry still has a large scale uh, perception that is not great. Yeah. And so turning that tide takes a lot. And we can do that in times of markup, but the communication has to be very, very top level without a doubt uh michael webb no audio for you either i don't linkedin's having some issues you can turn subtitles on on linkedin um yes and then you can just like i don't know you watch the subtitles <laughs> or another <laughs> platform if you go to youtube go to a sotube a-s-o-t-u dot b-e and if you go there uh, it's live streaming on youtube and you probably have audio there um look man we went over today just because we went over wait we we got one more thing paul we got one more thing <laughs> we didn't talk about <laughs> We got to talk about Paul's knee. Paul, I'm, I'm let me just tell you. <laughs> let me just tell you, your knee is one of the most fabulous things I've ever seen in a photo. Talk about a I showstopper. Mean, the, just a showstopper. Just the point on it, that the, the accuracy <laughs> at which you were having that step on the chair, right? So thanks, thanks to Automotive News for for allowing us to be a part of the article that we that that Paul got the the opportunity to uh, to lead that panel and his knee got into the shot. What a what a huge yeah, huge we're, kudos! We're not, we're not say yes, it was a cars.com. Uh, they they reached out and see if, asked if I would moderate a panel on diversity and inclusion at NADA. So we brought our whole camera crew over. Uh, we set it up, moderated an amazing conversation with five really great, actually six really great people. We added one the last minute and um yeah automotive news wrote a story and um my knee made it in there was no mention in the article of who the phantom moderator was but my knee is in there and we forever will be grateful for featuring my knee in automotive news the first time my photo has ever been in automotive news so i'm excited about this i'm excited <laughs> about this all right all said and done uh thank you so much for being part of the troublemaking squad this morning um look in the beginning we talked about culture. Go out there, encourage some people today. Serve some people today. You have the chance. It is up to you.